This is episode 512 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Adding Essential Oils to Your Medical Kit. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by the HydroBlue VersaFlow water filter. Now, if you are looking for a water filter solution or you're wanting to build a little bit of redundancy into your water storage and your water needs, then I'm going to highly suggest that you look at the HydroBlue VersaFlow. Now, uh, I made a couple of videos about the VersaFlow. I put one up, a general video, and then I created one, a tutorial on how to use the VersaFlow as a family water filter. And you might not be able to wrap your head around what that might look like if you haven't gone to go check that video out. And now on one of the uh, the videos, someone said, well, basically I can do the same thing as the Sawyer Mini. And you, I guess you could do basically the same thing, but it's a little bit different. Now they're both going to, the Sawyer Mini and the Hydro Blue VersaFlow, both are going to uh, filter out 100,000 gallons, right? So you have that aspect of it. They both filter out the same way, but there's, there's some differences there. So the first, the main difference... Uh, in both of both of them is in order to back flush because you're going to be running water through uh, these water filters right in order to back flush the Sawyer Mini it comes with a plunger and so you use that plunger and you push it where the water flows one way you push it out the other way and that pushes out the dirty water and you know that's that's easy to do and that's pretty simple you know it's it's not uh, rocket science to be able to do that but it's another piece that can get lost. It's another piece that if you, you know, you got to carry around with you, especially if you're talking about putting it in a bug out bag or EDC or or whatever. So if you lose that plunger, you're kind of, you know, out of luck there. The VersaFlow has threaded ends on both sides. So if you wanted to uh, back flush this, all you need is to, you just need a regular soda bottle. So a standard soda bottle, whether that is a, a 20 ounce, a, a one liter or a two liter can connect to both sides of this. So if you're wanting to filter water, you can do it that way. You can fill up the water bottle or the soda bottle and do it that way. Or if you're wanting to back flush, you can connect uh, a soda bottle with uh, good water, you know, filtered water and run it back through to back flush it. The other main difference is that, and they're about the same price, they're like two or three dollars off. The Hydro Blue VersaFlow comes with the kit to make it into this family sized water filter where maybe if you're out, like you got a base camp or you know you are out you know camping or whatever, or if you just want to use it for your you know a family water filter at home, you can easily do that. So every it comes with the kit, it's automatic. 
And then the third thing I think that is, is a little bit different here is that the VersaFlow has a little window that allows you to see the water filter on the inside. And so you can see if it's getting dirty or clogged up or whatever. Uh, you know, that's th those are big three of the big differences there. And so right now you can get it for 20% off. I have a, a coupon code with HydroBlue and they will allow you to get that 20% off of that. And so it's under $25 and, and it's a great deal. And so I would highly recommend it if you don't have a water filter solution or you're wanting to build some redundancy, you can do that. There's more to it. There's more ways. I have an idea. I'm about to, I'm about to do another video on it. I just got to find some time to do it. But uh, I really would highly suggest that you go take a look at it. And so the link in the show notes will take you to a page on Prepper website that will uh, walk you through the video there. And I actually need to put the other video on there as well so that you could see that and it, or just make it easy uh, to see that and not have to go to YouTube, but it's there. Oh, one other thing that I did. So not only did I make the video, the, the PDF video, I'm sorry, the video, I made a PDF of the tutorial. So get this, right? If you wanted to share you know or you wanted to give someone a solution a water solution maybe you have some family members and you're wanting them to you know have safe water to drink if they ever needed it you go take a a, a home depot bucket and you drill a five eighths hole for them right so you do that you throw in the hydro blue versaflow kit you just throw that into the bucket and you print off this tutorial and you throw that into the bucket and, and put the lid on top of it or, you know, don't completely seal it or whatever, but you know, you put the lid on top of it and you give it to them and you tell them, put this in your closet. And if you ever need clean water for whatever reason, you need to filter water, then you can use this. You can set this up and here the, there's a tutorial on the inside that will walk you through exactly how to do that. And so easy video tutorial that you can watch and also a PDF that you can print out. So I made it very easy. Now, I'm an affiliate for Hydro Blue. Uh, I have talked about them before in the past. I don't become a, an affiliate for any, uh, you know, anything out there that I don't agree with. And so, you know, Hydro Blue is one of the few affiliates that that I work with. And guys, I get asked almost every week to to come on with another affiliate or whatever. And it's like I don't do that. And so, you know, again. I'm, I'm taking a lot of time here because I really want to promote the VersaFlow. I think it's a great deal. And uh, for $25, I think it's something that every prepper should have one, two, maybe even three of these. Uh, when you think about the math, and, and if you go to the link in the show notes, I break down the math for you. And even in the video, I break down the math of how long this water filter could filter water for you, uh, you know, whatever. If you use it every single day or if you're in an emergency situation, uh, it's pretty powerful when you break it down. So, um, you know, I hope you get a chance to go take a look at that video or actually just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you right over there. All right, so um, there was one comment uh, just recently that I received and it's from Valerie on episode 510. I was talking about homesteading on one acre and she said, goats on one acre, question mark, check out Weedem and Reap YouTube channel. She only has one acre in a suburb. So I haven't gone to go check out that YouTube channel. I am going to check it out, Valerie. Thanks for sharing that. 
You know, it is one of those things that it is possible. I just don't know how many people could actually do it. You really need to be skilled at that. And I'm curious to know how much gardening uh, she's able to do. But who knows? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out this video or the YouTube video or YouTube channel, I guess, and uh, go see what she can do. But that's Weedem and Reap YouTube channel, and uh, that would be something to go check out. So, Valerie, thanks for uh, for sharing that. Uh, I think if I was to homestead on an acre, I think I would still stick to chickens and rabbits uh, and and, and uh, forego the goats there. But anyway, thanks for sharing that, guys. And if you have any feedback on any uh, episode, you can come on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. I link to every episode in the show notes. Now, I've talked about this before. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and there's some podcasts on their show notes. There's nothing there. And I'm like, come on, man. You can at least link to, you know, what you're talking about or whatever, or just maybe like one sentence. And so I put a little bit of effort into the show notes to make it easier for you to click on some of the links that I'm talking about. And so if you wanted to come and share a comment on uh, you know, on any episode, I link to that. Well, let me just say this. I started doing that probably about two or three months ago. So, uh, you know, if you're listening to or if you start listening to episodes really far back there, which I get emails from people that say that all the time, like, Todd, I'm listening to your current podcast, but I'm working my way back towards the other ones. So, I, of course, I haven't done it on the older ones, but I've started doing that to where you can go to the podcast episode and leave a comment and then I can share it, especially if it's something valuable like a YouTube channel that might be very interesting for those that are wanting to homestead and homestead in the suburb, right? So that's uh, that's something that might be very valuable to someone who is listening to this podcast. So again, Valerie, thanks so much. All right, so really excited to share that today, if you're listening to this episode on February 19th, and so this is the February 19th, 2019 episode, then it is the second anniversary, or let me just say the birthday of the Prepper Website Podcast. So two years ago on February 19th, I started the podcast. I released episode one. And uh, so I can't believe that it has been two years. Now, we you know blew past episode 500 a couple of weeks ago. And so I was really looking forward to, you know, to this date, though. Um, you know, 500 is a milestone, but then two years is a milestone as well. And uh, really trying to do it every day, every weekday. There's been some weeks where I've taken a break and, uh, you know, things like that. But, you know, trying to provide a little bit of value to the preparedness community. So if you are a listener, if you're a subscriber and a listener, thank you so much. I know a lot of you have been listening from the very beginning. A lot of you have joined and have listened to, like I mentioned earlier, some of the other podcasts and, and have gone back. And uh, I just really appreciate you and uh, thank you for your, your listenership. Um, you know, it's one of those things that I just feel like it's something I'm supposed to do. And it's I'm very glad that there's other people out there that are listening to it. And it's not just, you know, my mom and my dad or, you know, family members or whatever. Uh, really, I don't think my mom and my dad listen to it. Uh, maybe I need to get them on as well. But it's just, you know, it's it's a great feeling to know that. Um, I'm, I'm able to provide this to the community and it, it is work. I mean, but it is a calling. It is something I feel like I, I need to do. And I just want to give a big shout out and a thank you to the website owners out there that let me read their articles. Right. And so every once in a while, if you could, if I, if, 
I read an article, and maybe there's an episode uh, and an article that just really uh, blew you away that you really enjoyed. If you could go to that website and just send them a quick little email, hey, I, I heard your article on the Prepper Website podcast, and uh, just think, you know, thank you for your article or whatever, and that would be, you know, that would mean a lot to them. You know, they get. Uh, of course, I link to these articles on Prepper website, and so they get that traffic from Prepper website, and then they also get the links from the show notes, and if the Prepper website podcast, if someone links to them from there as well. And so they're getting traffic, and so it's a, it's a mutual uh, benefit to both of us to be able to, to do this, but I just want to just send a shout out. If there's any website owners who uh, who are listening, who have let me read your articles. Thank you so much because there's probably no way that I could do it. I couldn't do a daily podcast without the material that you share uh, with with everyone in the preparedness community. So I just wanted to share that out on this two-year anniversary, your birthday or whatever. I don't even know what I want to call it, right? It's just two-year anniversary of uh, the first episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. So very excited to be able to share that with you. All right, so let's go ahead and I'm going to stop yapping. I'm going to go ahead and jump into uh, the podcast or the article for this podcast. It comes to us from PreppersWill.com and the article is entitled Adding Essential Oils to Your Medical Kit. Now, this is an important topic. I think everyone should consider it. And I think sometimes because it might seem... For those of you guys that are listening, it might seem a little girly because a lot of the times when you see essential oils, maybe you see them on Facebook or whatever. You see, I mean, it's mostly like homesteading or, you know, women are talking about it or whatever, women, you know, mommy blogs and all that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you that there is a real big benefit to having essential oils as part of your preparedness and knowing some of these things. And so there's uh, this, this article actually talks about uh, you know, four, about five or six essential oils that you need to have in your medical uh, prep. And I completely agree with them. And so I really like this article to do that. So much so, right, I feel about essential oils that, you know, one of the big interviews that I did on my Facebook Live was Gay Levy of, uh, formerly of Backdoor Survival, but of Strate- Strategic Living Blog. And, uh, you know, she came on to talk a lot about essential oils. She does a lot of uh, a lot of work with essential oils and uh, I really respect her. So if you haven't seen that interview, I'm going to link to it. And so you can go and, and go check it out. And uh, actually, I'm going to link to her article that this that talks about our uh, interview and I believe she linked to the interview as well. So I don't know, you might want to just be able to listen to it. Uh, and and kind of go from there. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just kind of just rambling here. I know, and I should probably stop and just get going. I'm not sure because my mind is failing me right now. It's been a long day, but I think I shared it on the podcast actually as well. So I'm going to go back. And if I did, that's pretty crazy, pretty bad that I can't remember if I actually shared the audio of the video with you. But if I did, I'm going to link to it. And so you can go back and listen to that as well, because she shared a lot of information about essential oils that you can apply. So I I totally believe in this topic, and I hope that you will consider it. I'm going to go ahead and read it. I think I might do a little bit of commentary as uh, as I'm reading. And so we'll kind of see where it goes from there. Again, coming to us from PreppersWill.com, adding essential oils to your medical kit. 
A crisis can arise without warning at any moment, and few people are prepared to handle a regional event. To make matters worse, chances are that most folks have no clue how to act if such an event creates medical emergencies. Having a medical kit is a must for any household, but you should also learn how to use additional products to extend the life of your supplies. Now, Here's why you should consider adding essential oils to your medical kit. Modern medicine is without a doubt the best course of action when you need to handle a medical issue. However, we have to take into account the possibility that professional medical help won't be available during an SHTF event. You might also not have enough of the right supplies stockpiled. Medicine will run out quickly during a crisis and you won't be able to resupply. So when all odds are against you, maybe that's a time when you should draw upon lessons taught by our ancestors. They used all sorts of natural medicines that can be found around us. And if they worked for them, it would surely work for you as well. Now, one of the old remedies people tend to ignore is the group of essential oils. I'm going to share some of my practices and hopefully you will consider adding them to your medical kit. So what are essential oils? The women in my family learn how to use herbs and plant media to treat every health issue that you could think of. From mild colds to burns and cuts, everything was handled using the natural approach first. I have the knowledge of how plan healing works, and for me, essential oils are more than just an ingredient for soap making. Now, essential oils are liquids containing a high concentration of aromatic mixtures of compounds obtained from plants. To put it simply, all the best characteristics of the plant's compounds are condensed into oil. Since essential oils have a high concentration, you only need a few drops for the job that needs to be done. Now, all of the essential oils that you can find on the market are extracted from plants that have a long history in ancient medicine. They are the plants that have been used for centuries by healers and herbologists. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about, because uh, I don't agree that all the essential oils that you find on the market uh, are the best. So I will talk about that here at the end. So why are essential oils better for healing than the plant itself, you may ask? Some healers use only parts of the plant, like the leaves or flowers, to make poultices and teas and salves. These methods are known to work, but they do not use the full potential of the plant. They use just some of the natural oils that can be found in the plant media. They don't provide the full effect that can be obtained by using essential oils. Now, one of the main things that needs to be mentioned is that essential oils can evaporate quickly. Due to their volatile nature, you will need to dilute them in a neutral carrier oil. This becomes mandatory, especially if you need to use the oil topically. You will need to do so in order for the skin to absorb it before it evaporates. So how are essential oils made? Obtaining essential oils can be a long and difficult process and it requires a lot of practice to succeed. Even so, the most common method of obtaining essential oils is distillation. We can say that it's the same general process used to make alcohol from grain. It involves adding the plants of your liking to water, which is then boiled to produce steam. The steam rises and runs through cooling coils and gets condensed back to liquid. This liquid is a mixture of water and the plant's oils that is collected into a basin. Since the oil is lighter than water, it will separate from it and float on top. 
That's how the oil is formed and collected. Now this may seem simple in theory, but the process is much more complicated. The oils have a different evaporating temperature and it takes a lot of work to get it right. You can do the process at home, but as I said previously, it takes a lot of practice and experience. You have to research how other people are making it, what plants can be used to make essential oils, and what parts of the plant are recommended. While the entire plant can be used to make essential oils, each part can have different medicinal properties. The concentration of oils found in each part of the plant is what makes the oils effective. Now, while this is a great skill to learn, I would recommend first to learn what essential oils are a must for a prepper medical kit and buy them already made. So most folks don't have the time to make essential oils since it can be a complicated process. Gathering the plants, separating the parts to be used, and the distillation process itself can take a lot of time. That's why I suggest buying the essential oils already made. As long as the bottles stay sealed, it will last for a long time. You will have it readily available when it is needed. Even so, there are a few storage tips you should know to make sure the oils keep their healing properties. So essential oils are quite sensitive to light and sudden temperature changes. I use for my oils only dark tinted glass bottles and store them in my cellar. In fact, any cool dark place can work. If you expose the oils to light, they will weaken over time. So also make sure you label the oil properties and have a notebook at hand to write various information. When the oil was bottled or bought, how it should be used, how many times it was used or the bottle opened and so on. And guys, that's one of those things where uh, I've talked about before, where you want to have like a prepper notebook, a prepper journal, where you can keep that kind of information where you, you know, like, hey, this essential oil takes care of this, right? And, and part of it is you learn, you will, you will find some things like, you know, we use essential oils for some things here in my house, but you'll find that some of these essential oils can be used for many, many different things. And you might not always remember those things, especially in a crisis situation. So when you have it written down in a place where you know, it's like, hey, I have written down what I know about whatever, like, uh, you know, tea tree oil. And, you know, I'm going to go and find my journal because I have some really important information there. So let's see if I can use it. All right. So this is part part of my, or I guess my favorite part of the article where it's talking about specific essential oils and some of the medical benefits of it. So let's go ahead and read this section. The following essential oils are the most used ones and I have them in my medical kit. They have various medical uses and you can pick the ones you consider to be useful. All right, and I'm gonna tell you that I think every single one of these that I'm about to read are useful and I think you should have every single one. All right, so that's just my opinion and you can take it and you know for what it's worth. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into these here. The first one is lavender essential oil. So this is perhaps the most used in our home and besides adding it to my skincare cream, I also use it for sunburns. It is ideal for wounds and pain relief and it has great antiseptic properties. It can provide a good calming effect and I use one or two drops on our sleeping pillows. The scent can last for a few days and it helps us sleep better. Lavender is known for its multiple medicinal uses and I could write a book with how it can make our lives better. A simple online search can show you tens of uses for lavender oil. All right, 
So definitely agree with that. There are so many uses. The calming effect is just one of those uh, great ones. Not only that, it's just a, it's a great scent uh, to have. But a lot of these are antiseptic, antiviral. Uh, you know, you want to have all antifungal, a lot of these. And so she's barely touching the surface here with a lavender. You definitely want to do some more research and find out all the things that lavender can do. All right. The second one is peppermint. Totally love this one. The oil is great for people suffering from digestive problems. My husband suffers from irritable bowel syndrome and he drinks it up to relieve his gastrointestinal problems. You can add one drop of peppermint oil into a glass of warm water or warm tea to experience relief from IBS. Now, peppermint has antiseptic and antibacterial oil and it can even be used to prevent bad breath. If you suffer from achy back, joints, or bad headaches, peppermint oil can help soothe the pain. My kids use it when they go camping and spray it inside their tent. It is great to keep bugs and pesky mosquitoes out. All right, so let me talk a little bit about this. First of all, with uh, the mosquitoes here. I remember if you've ever watched the, the show Dual Survivor, I don't think it's on anymore, but the original when Dave Canterbury and Cody Lundin were on it, I remember there was an episode where they went into the swamp and there was mosquitoes everywhere and Cody found cement and he started, you know, breaking it off and putting it all around him and, uh, you know, in his headband and, you know, in his shirt pockets and all that different kind of stuff to get that scent on him so that the mosquitoes would leave them alone. And so that's one of the things that you might want to do. You would use that, uh, you know, you might use regular stuff right now to get the mosquitoes away. But if you were ever in an SHTF situation, how powerful would it be to be able to create a little bit of spray, you know, with, with peppermint and put that on you to keep the mosquitoes away? You know, mosquitoes will carry, uh, you know, pathogens and, and illness and all kinds of junk so you you just don't want them landing on you and leaving their all their mess behind right so definitely that would be one of those uses i like peppermint oil so one of the things that i have done i created a scent that i could use like an air freshener so a little bit of witch hazel water and peppermint and you shake that up and i just spray the floorboard of my truck and so whenever I want to freshen it up, you can use it that way. You can use it as an air freshener on, you know, beds and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So that's an easy way to use it there as well. Now, just uh, and plus, guys, there's just so many other ways to use peppermint. But one of the things that just the warnings here, because uh, she was talking about the author of this article was talking about her husband, uh, you know, ingests it. And so you got to be very careful with that. Not every single essential oil is made the same. And so you want to make sure that you are using an essential oil that is pharma grade and that it has that, you know, that designation. There's a lot. If you just buy something like the, at the grocery store and it is not one of the brands that, you know, you should be you, you just I guess you just want to be careful is what I'm trying to say. You just don't want to pick up anything that says essential oil because it is. Uh, you know, a market out there, people are seeing that, hey, people are buying essential oils and using essential oils. So, you know, everybody is getting in on the bandwagon and they're not all made the same. And so I'll talk a little bit about that again, like I said, at the end. But peppermint oil is a big one. The next one is another big one that I think you should have. It's clove essential oil. All right. So let me read this one. Clove has antiviral and analgesic effects, 
but it can also be used as a sedative. For preppers, it can be helpful to handle toothaches and other tooth pains. In fact, this is the most popular remedy that this natural herb is used for. Now, clove essential oil is also used to soothe muscle aches and pains. Cloves are the active ingredients that helps the blood flow through the area and helps reduce the pain. Now, one of the traditional clove oils uses has been for the treatment of common complaints related to the digestive system, including indigestion, motion sickness, bloating, and flatulence. Now, it also has antiseptic and antifungal properties. It can help boost the immune system to fight off or even prevent the common cold and flu. With its potent ability to kill the offenders that makes us sick, clove oil is commonly highlighted as a top natural remedy for guarding yourself against illness, especially during cold and flu season. So the very first reason and this very last reason that I read, just those in itself should be enough to get you to think, all right, if you were ever in an SHTF situation, flu and cold and all that kind of stuff is still going to be something that ravishes humanity, right? And so you want to be able to guard against that as much as possible. The other thing is what about tooth pain? Right now, you know, back in the day, modern dentistry uh, now tries to save teeth and all that kind of stuff. You get root canals and I mean, there's all this stuff that they, they do bridges and blah, 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 and cavities, fill cavities and all that kind of stuff. That's that's fairly modern medicine, right? Before, before you know, I don't know. I don't have the exact day or the year or whatever. But the way that they handled teeth uh, or tooth situations is they just extracted it. They just pulled it. And so, like, you're having, uh, you know, some complications with your teeth. Hey, let's go ahead and pull that. So in an SHTF situation, that's probably going to be the way that things happen again is teeth are going to have to be pulled. But not everybody, I mean, it's not like you're just going to pull, get some pliers out and be able to do that, right? I don't know if you've, uh, you remember watching the scene with Tom Hanks in Castaway where he uses that, uh, that ice ski to, you know, to knock out his tooth, right? I don't know if you want to be doing that kind of stuff. But what if you had clove essential oil and you can help, you could help deaden the pain on yourself? Or what if it was your kid, right? And you can help deaden the pain on your child until you could get some help, you know, and you can ask around like, hey, does anybody know how to do this? Is there anybody, any help here? Or it buys you a little bit of time. So how powerful would that be? All right. So the next one is eucalyptus essential oil. When my kids got hair lice. All right. So is like, are you already feeling the EBGVs in your hair, right? You're like, oh my gosh, he said hair lice, right? So when my kids got hair lice, I used eucalyptus essential oil as a treatment. You only need to apply a few drops of the oil mixed with carrier oils on lice infested hair to get rid of lice. It is also known as a good decongestant and it can help relieve asthmatic symptoms. You can use two to three drops of oil to massage the chest and the soothing effect of the aroma and vapors will calm the throat and dilate the blood vessels. This will allow more oxygen into the lungs and help the person breathe normal. Now, eucalyptus oil has great antiseptic properties. It can be used to heal wounds, ulcers, burns, cuts, abrasions, and cold sores. It is also an effective salve for insect bites and stings. Furthermore, it protects the open wound or irritated area from developing infections due to microbial activity and exposure to air. 
Although I didn't have the need to use it for mental disorders or extreme stress, I've heard it is great for removing exhaustion and mental sluggishness. It can also be used to treat mental disorders and PTSD since inhaling vapors of eucalyptus essential oil can increase blood circulation to the brain. All right, there, I can talk. All right, so a powerful one. Think about like Vicks, when you use Vicks and how powerful Vicks is and you know how you've, you've used that for years and maybe your, your mother or your grandparents or whatever. And so that's going to be that eucalyptus smell. Um, but again, it's concentrated in this, uh, in this essential oil. Now, the hair lice. For guys, right? I mean, guys are just going to, if we were in an SHTF situation, guys are just going to, you know, cut off all their hair, right? We're just, that's the way we're going to deal with it. But ladies, you might not want to do that. Of course, you're probably going to cut your hair and cut it a little bit shorter to make it a little bit more manageable, but you're still going to have to treat it with something and you're going to have to treat it so that it kills it out. And if not, you're reinfesting your shelter, your home, or, you know, your family over and over and over again. So, man, that might be just the reason right there. But just having the cold, uh, you know, when you have a cold or, you know, you to rub this on your chest and on your feet and all the other uh, aspects of it, I think this is a, a powerful one to have. I know that we like to use this when we're feeling uh, congested and, you know, we just diffuse this one uh, in the evening time. All right, so this is the last one and this is going to be the most important one. This is tea tree essential oil. This essential oil is a great immune support and it can boost your immunity during the cold season. Not only that, but tea tree oil also stimulates human macrophages, a type of white blood cell of the immune system involved in engulfing and destroying bacteria, cancer cells, microbes, etc. Tea tree oil has long been used to get rid of the bacteria that causes body odor and acne. Research indicates it also is effective against some fairly deadly bacteria such as MRSA. It was also used for decades to help treat conditions like jock itch, nail fungus, and athlete's foot because of its excellent antifungal properties. Psoriasis, eczema, dermatitis, sores, wounds, sunburns, warts, acne, and insect bites. Down through the centuries, all of these conditions have been eased using tea tree oil. I've used it successfully to get rid of foot fungus. Now, what I usually do is dilute tea tree oil with coconut or almond oil using one part tree oil to one part carrier oil. I apply it to the infected areas with a cotton swab twice per day. I do so until the problem heals. All right, guys. So what if we were in a pandemic situation and you could put something on you that could help possibly boost your immune system and those of your kids and your family and all that kind of stuff and you know help you possibly not get that whatever it is would you do that you know would you want to have something like that and so i believe tea tree oil is one of those big ones you know i've talked about it before with you know using it for for fungus antifungal properties of it you know with the toe fungus and it's so much uh, better, so much safer 
than taking something that the doctor is going to give you that uh, I, I believe is like Lamisil or whatever, that you have to monitor your blood work. They have to monitor your blood work because uh, of what, you know, what goes into this medicine. And so I'm like, why would I want to do that when I can use tea tree oil and that takes care of it better than any of that other junk? And uh, I don't have to go get blood work done. I mean, that just that doesn't make any sense. So one of the, one of the, essential oils that you really need to have. And so uh, all this good stuff that goes along with it. All right, so let me go ahead and end this out, uh, the closing a couple of paragraphs here. Um, it says, maybe procuring essential oils can seem complicated, but I for one will never stop adding them to my medicinal toolkit. Survival also means learning how to use what nature provides you when modern medical aid is not available. So when the time comes and the common products, quote unquote, common products will no longer be readily available, you will be glad you made this adjustment and added essential oils to your medicinal supplies. They are a viable option and I recommend investigating this topic even more. All right, so that's the end of the article, but I completely agree with that last sentence. I think that you should go investigate these just a little bit more. You know, they have they have essential oils for almost everything out there. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's so amazing. You should look into it. All right. So I was going to talk about the different, uh, companies that put this out. Right. And so if you are going to use essential oils only for diffusing, or you wanted to just, maybe it's eucalyptus, you know, if you want to use it as a decongestant, although what it's throwing out into the atmosphere of the room might not be valuable to you. If you're just using it for the aromatic purposes, well then, you know, a lot of the other essential oils that you can find out there will work. But if you're going to use it for, you know, like putting it on your skin and even ingesting it, uh, and you got to be very careful about that. Again, you know, I'm not a doctor, all that, you know, stuff, uh, you know, that you would you would say all the disclaimers. Um, you need to go really do a lot of research before you start ingesting it. But there are a couple of the big uh, brands that I would suggest. Now, I have always used Spark Naturals. That is what I purchase, and that's what I would suggest that you would purchase as well. Uh, I used to be an affiliate for them, but I am not anymore just because they really didn't, they really kind of stopped promoting that aspect of it. Um, I think there's st probably still a link on my website about it, but uh, they sell them on Amazon as well. And so uh, lately, the, the times when I purchased, I just purchased straight off of Amazon. And so you have Spark Naturals. I know that's the one that Gay uh, also promotes as well. And a lot of other people promote Spark Naturals uh, too. So the other one is doTERRA. That's uh, you know one of those that's really big. It's been around for a long time. Uh, sometimes the people that are in uh, doTERRA and the other one is Young Living, the three, right? So the people that are in doTERRA and Young Living, uh, sometimes they're like very like, hey, you know, these are the only ones that you can use or like doTERRA is the only one. I know someone who does doTERRA and they're like, no, no, man, no other essential oil ever compares to doTERRA. I'm like, come on, really? And uh, so you, you have that aspect of it. I think any essential oil out of those three are going to be very good to use if you're going to use them for, you know, putting them on your body and, and using them in that way. I know Gay talked about one other one. I cannot remember the name of it. Um, and so if I link to that podcast or that video, I, I know that she will talk about it. And if I don't link, if I can't find that podcast, I'm also going to link to the article where she talked about our interview. And so uh, you can go check that out 
at her website where she talks about the different uh, brands that you can buy out there. So I would go with those three if you're going to use those for medicinal purposes. If you're just using it for diffusing and you want things to smell nice, then really anything that has the smell in it, you can use, right? And But just be careful with what you buy out there. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and end it there for this article, guys. Like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And you can go take a look at it and uh, maybe read it a little bit more carefully. Maybe you might want to go and say, okay, what six, um, three, four, five, maybe five, what five essential oils were, you know, was this article talking about? And you can go check these out. I know Gay talked about, you know, certain ones that you should have as well. And so, uh, you know, they just, they're small little bottles, but they pack a powerful punch and they last a very, very long time. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 512. Thanks for listening today. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.